Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We are grateful. And man, I know you guys are thinking, wow, we haven't done a, a local pastor spotlight in a while. And uh, that's my fault. Um, really got busy the last section of the year coming into the new year. And uh, we weren't able to get any local pastor spotlights. But we have brought it back, the first one of 2019. So I hope you guys are excited. You guys always love the pastor, local pastor's uh, spotlight here on the bar. So uh, we got it back, and uh, we got a great guest lined up for you today. Have on none other than Pastor George Lawson. How are you today, sir? Doing well, Dwayne. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great, man. Appreciate you coming on the show and uh, being our first local pastor spotlight for 2019. And um, like I do with all my guests, I want to give you the floor to introduce yourself, whether you, whatever you want to share, whether it's personal or professional, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Well, uh, thanks again for, uh, for having me on. I definitely appreciate you and uh, in the ministry. And uh, I want to say a greeting to, to the listeners as, as well. And uh, you definitely tuned into the, to the right spot uh, to hear about some uh, uh, biblical and reformed uh, uh, theology and a, a biblical perspective on a, on a lot of different issues. So, uh, I definitely uh, thank you for that in the in the platform. Uh, just to introduce myself, uh, uh, my name's George. I've been married for 20 years uh, to my wife, Jennifer. Uh, we have three kids. Uh, we have a 19-year-old. Uh, we have an 18-year-old and also a 15-year-old. Uh, a, a so uh, age is about to be like 20, uh, 18, and, and, uh, and 16. They're all two years apart. But 
uh, definitely grateful for uh, uh, the, the children that the, the Lord's given me and uh, uh, the ministry that the Lord's allowed me to have. I'm a pastor in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. Uh, I've been a pastor for seven years, but five years in Baltimore. Uh, I got saved out of uh, uh, Oneness Pentecostal background. Uh, for those of you who uh, aren't familiar with that, it's <laughs> a uh, uh, Oneness Pentecostalism is a belief uh, that uh, it's Jesus only. They, they also call it uh, where they believe that in baptismal regeneration and uh, a different view of, of the uh, of the person of, of God as well. So we could talk more about that later, but uh, just to let you know a little bit about my, my background, that's where I came out of, the one Pentecostal church. And uh, the Lord rescued me. Uh, it was during my second year in college uh, that the Lord brought me to a saving faith in him, uh, really confronted me with the gospel of, uh, of Jesus Christ, my own you know personal sin and uh, just uh, a wrong belief about who he was and what salvation was. Uh, uh, the Lord crushed me. I came to, to know him. And uh, immediately the Lord gave me a desire uh, to make him known, uh, to uh, really understand the scripture. I fell in love with the scriptures. Uh, one of the, the best uh, best piece of, of advice that I could give to anybody is uh, fall in love with your Bible. Uh, so uh, the Lord gave me a love for, for scripture and uh, really set me on a path uh, towards pastoral ministry, which I'm uh, doing today and uh, very grateful uh, for that. So uh, that's, that's a little bit about me. Nice. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I can't keep going without shouting out my homeboy, Shatario. Shatario is actually who told me about you. He in- he inboxed me. He was listening to one of your series on uh, Sermon Audio. And he was like, bro, you got to have this guy on Local Path Spotlight. So big shout out to the to the big homie, Shatario. We're recording this on a Thursday. Me and Shatario and my, my, my brother, Ryan, we're going to be traveling to Atlanta tomorrow for the G3 conference one day go down and come back but just wanted to take a little quick moment to shout out satario for putting this on and um first question for you sir um because you kind of talked about the transition out of witness pentecostal and what some of my listeners might not know is uh you know td jakes is part of that camp um that's right talk about that transition i remember you was telling me about you and your wife and the church talk about that transition a little bit and then we'll get into more ministry center questions yeah, so the, the transition came uh, during my second year in college. I actually did an internship with my uncle in D.C. I'm originally from uh, upstate New York, Albany, which is the capital of New York. Everybody thinks it's New York City, but it's not. It's Albany. That's where I'm from. So shout out to the capital district. But uh, I grew up in Albany and uh, I did an internship uh, with my uncle in, in D.C. for the summer and uh, ran across some, some people, some brothers uh, that were part of a, a church. Uh, Calvary Chapel, actually. And, uh, you know, these brothers just kept reaching out to me, inviting me to Bible studies. And I was at the time, I was uh, very convinced that one is Pentecostalism was the truth. I believe that if you weren't baptized in Jesus name, that you weren't saved, that um, uh, that the only way to get into heaven was uh, through through baptism, which is is really adding works to salvation. I don't know if a lot of people understand that, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. whatever the work is, regardless of how small it is, if you add a work to salvation, it's no longer salvation by grace alone through faith alone in Christ. So that's that's what I grew up in. My father was a pastor in the church, and um, I just grew up believing that that was the truth until uh, the Lord really confronted me uh, through these brothers who were just faithful to point out uh, scripture uh, to me. And uh, the the conversation that that turned the corner for me was uh, this one time I was on a uh, on a trip with one of these brothers to a Bible study and. You know, we're going back and forth, and I'm arguing with him about, you know, the the 
Jesus Christ and that Jesus is the same as the Father and the same as the Spirit. And I was, I was all confused. He says, well, what about mm-hmm. when Jesus is in the Garden of, the, of Gethsemane? He's praying. He's, who's he praying to? I said, he's just talking to himself. You know, you don't, don't understand. He's just talking to himself. <laughs> and then he had, this, this is the question that got me. He says, when Christ was on the cross and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He says, at that time, the Father is turning away from Christ. And I'm like, okay. And he says, well, who was left on the cross to pay for your sins? Is that just a body hanging there? You know, who, who paid for your sins? And, and that's mm. the question that, that really turned the lights on for me. Uh, I, I really attribute that as my moment of conversion where everything just made sense. It's like, like I'm, I'm wrong. Like, I don't, I don't have a Savior. Like, I don't have <laughs> God saving me. It's not salvation, you know, that, that comes of the Lord. It's like there's just a body hanging there without the Spirit. It's like, what, what, what am I believing in? And, uh, and that's what the Lord used to, to turn the lights on. I came home that night and, uh, and, and prayed, broke down before the Lord and said, you know, God, I never understood who you were, never understood salvation. It's like salvation, my grace, all of a sudden that made sense. You know, who God was made sense. Jesus made sense. It's like, like you know, you're kind of seeing everything in black and white and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the, the color on. And, and all of a sudden, like scripture made sense to me. And uh, I was given spiritual life. I mean, that's that's the you know, the, the simple truth about it. And next day, um, on, uh, I'm at a, at a bus stop ready to go to work. And I can't wait to tell everybody that I meet about Jesus that, you know, my life had been transformed. Mm. Like, you don't, you don't understand it. You know, do you know Jesus? You have to know who Jesus is. So, uh, so that was my conversion experience. And that's, this is back in wow. like 1996, 95, somewhere around there. But, uh, but praise, praise God for, for his grace, you know, uh, drew me to himself and uh, all glory goes to God. Wow, that is that is awesome, man. Because um, there's, you know, like I, my listeners know, and I told you on the phone, you know, I came out of the charismatic uh, uh, movement or background, word of faith, and um, like they really didn't talk about, you know, the 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 Trinity or the, you know the lack thereof in their belief. Um, but when you know, looking back, you know, they kind of had their allegiance with. Uh, uh, Bishop Jakes, and then you know, learning about when it's Pentecostalism, and and then listening, remembering some of the the messages. I was like, oh wow, that was you know, that was me as well, man. So that that is really good to hear because I have a lot of friends that are still in that, and we have that same conversation. You know, who is he praying to? You know, when Jesus got right. baptized, you know, who's speaking in that? You know, is he a ventriloquist? You know, I, I'm always <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm always trying to be funny, you know, but I guess I need to, I, I need to think about the cross thing. That's a really good one to bring up, man. So I appreciate that. I'm sure my listeners do as well. So you're in Baltimore. I have some family in Baltimore uh, and Baltimore is not very well known for a lot of stuff that I guess you could say is good. Um, what led you to Baltimore and is this a church plant or did you take over or how did that come to be? Yeah, so this is a, a church plant. Um, I'm a graduate of the Master Seminary, uh, where Dr. MacArthur is the, the, the president of the seminary there. Um, I graduated from seminary, and I was hoping to come back uh, to the Maryland area, which is, you know, again, where, where I met the Lord. Uh, I, I was able to found, find a church uh, in Maryland after my uh, conversion, um, a really sound, expository teaching church, Hope Bible Church in Columbia, Maryland. And um uh, they're actually the ones that sent me out to seminary. And uh, while I was in seminary, the whole time I'm thinking I'm going to come back, uh, maybe serve at the church for a year. And then I was hoping to plant a church in D.C. 
uh, because I was living in mm. Southeast DC for a while and didn't know of a lot of good churches um, at the time. So uh, I was hoping that I'd, I'd you know be used to, to plant a church in the in the city, uh, especially the, our inner cities are just you know a lot of a lot of the the more sound teaching churches have fled the city. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of what's been mm-hmm. left there the, the charismatic and kind of crazy liberal you know uh, theology, but. Uh, so anyway, I was really hoping that the Lord might use me to uh, to make a difference um, in, in, in D.C. in particular. And uh, what happened was after um, seminary, the, the church that uh, helped me get out to seminary, they didn't have a position for me at the time. So I ended up spending a little bit of time in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. I pastored there for uh, for two years as an associate pastor. And um, uh, I con- stayed connected with the church here in Maryland. And uh, I found out from them that there were a group of people that were coming from Baltimore uh, because they couldn't find a good church. Actually, uh, a number of them came from a church in Baltimore uh, where the the pastor was unfaithful, uh, found out that uh, uh, he was unfaithful to his wife, actually got caught in the church. Um, When the members found out, a lot of them ended up leaving. Um, But uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, many of them stayed. Um, You know, we just pray that the Lord would... uh, would snatch him out the fire. But uh, after I heard about uh, this, this experience, you know, the Lord really gave me a burden uh, for, for Baltimore. And um, I, uh, I was able to uh, uh, connect with the, the church. Uh, there was a small group of people that were uh, uh, faithful and uh, uh, wanted to see uh, the Lord do something different in the city. And uh, the Lord kind of matched my heart and desire with their desire to see a church planted. And, uh, and that's, that's what started Baltimore Bible church. And uh, that was back in, uh, 2013, so uh, five years as a church uh, this past year. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's it all kind of came full circle. Um, so you said something interesting, you know, about uh, biblically sound churches fleeing the uh, inner city. Um, from from what you can see in your area, in your in, in your your neighborhood. Um, uh, is that, I'm, I'm guessing that's the case. And what, what are some of the things that you, your, your church is trying to do to, to help, I guess, improve or, or, or get people plugged into more biblically sound, uh, churches? Uh, well, one thing is, uh, by God's grace, there's, uh, other, uh, church planners and, you know, there's some smaller faithful churches that, uh, we've been able to connect with. Um, so that's, that's one thing that we've been able to do. Uh, we're also connected to the Nine Marks uh, network, so um, through through that network, I've been able to meet uh, some other guys that we partner together with. Uh, another thing that we do is just try to get out on the streets. You know, do a lot of outreach as a as a church. Uh, the Lord's given our church just a, a great heart for the for the law, so uh, we uh, do a, do a lot of outreach, just neighborhood outreaches, open air preaching uh, every year uh, during the summer. Our, our church actually takes off a, a week. Uh, where we just dedicate the whole week to uh, evangelism. So we do uh, kids camps, you know, in, in different neighborhoods. Uh, we do a lot of uh, kind of neighborhood outreach, get out in the community, um, open air preaching, bus stops, downtown Inner Harbor, you know, wherever we can find. And uh, and, and also just through our, our, our members uh, themselves, uh, reaching out to uh, uh, neighbors and friends and family members. Uh, you know, I really think that the, uh, the greatest instrument uh, that the Lord uses for evangelism is just a, a holy and sanctified congregation. And as people uh, don't just see evangelism as an event, but it's a lifestyle. This is just who I am. I'm a believer. 
Uh, I'm a disciple of Christ, and uh, the Great Commission is that I would make disciples. That didn't stop in the first century, uh, that this is my command and commission today to make disciples, and that as members are just involved in um, in other people's lives and uh, trying to lead people to Christ, that uh, uh, that, that you know would, would be what the Lord would use in his grace and sovereignty to uh, produce change in people's lives. So that's 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 what we do. Awesome. Amen. Yes, sir. Sounds good, man. I um know a couple of us um that that that's their call. And uh, one of my really good friends is is Doug Logan and um his passion for you know inner city ministry always uh it gets you excited. Um but yeah. he always warned people because you know people think it, he say in Doug's words, he say, you know, inner city church plant is sexy, you know, it, it looks good, it sounds good, but you know, there's some real that come with it, you know, <laughs> like you just right, any right. just any and everybody just can't jump up and do it, man, because, you know, the people are, are looking um, as far as uh, uh, just your church in general. Um, what is uh, some of the things you guys are trying to uh, do as far as um, I'm trying to think of the word? I mean, you, partnering with other churches, um, but as far as like the members in, in inside the walls. What are you guys doing? You know, of course, you preach the gospel as far as like uh, growing your members. And what are some of the challenges you see uh, with members and trying to, you know, mature them as as believers? Well, I I guess to uh, answer part of your question is, is that. You know, uh, again, you know, salvation is, is of the Lord and, and it's the Lord who, who draws people to himself. And, um, you know, there's. There's faithfulness on our part, you know, as far as uh, what we need to do in preaching the gospel and uh, uh, allowing the, the word of God to, to speak for itself. Um, uh, but a lot of it is just, you know, uh, trusting the Lord in prayer um, and just being faithful and uh, uh, looking to the Lord to, to do what only he can do. Um, because, you know, we can't we can't bring the, the dead to life and, and uh, salvation is, right. is a miracle. You know, it's uh, it's bringing uh, somebody from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You know, somebody who's spiritually dead in their trespasses and sins. You know, into a living and and a vibrant relationship with the Lord, and and that's something that only the, the Lord can do. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. we, we depend on the Lord and in, in, in prayer and obedience to His Word, and and um, uh, you know, making sure that the the gospel is being proclaimed in the in the service. One of the things that we'd like to to share with our congregation is that uh, we want the uh, the exposition of God's word in every service and the sufficiency of God's word in every ministry so that everything is dictated mm. by, you know, his command and his will and and then trusting him to, to do the work. I love a, a, a message that MacArthur uh, preached on the theology of sleep, you know, that the sower went out to sow, you know, he kind of sowed the, the seed and then then he went to sleep, you know, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's our job to, to get the seed out, to be obedient, to be faithful, you know, but as far as producing life, you know, you know, one sows, another waters. It's it's God who brings the right. you know, like Paul said. So, you know, it's it's just trusting the, the Lord uh, to do what He's going to do. Um, you know, in the lives of the people. So, you know, making sure that people are equipped. You know, we do classes and Bible teaching and discipleship groups and small groups and you know, there's a variety of ways that we try to minister to our congregation to make sure that they're equipped uh, with the uh, the resources uh, that they need. And then you just trust them into the hands of the Lord that, you know, the Lord is going to uh, allow that word to do its work in the lives of uh, those that he's drawn to himself, like it talks about in, uh, in John chapter six. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what, what it looks like for, for us. Good. 
All right. Good deal. Good deal, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The Men's Muster is a ministry aimed at equipping men to protect, provide, and preside to the glory of God in their homes, churches, and communities. The Men's Muster seeks to do this by providing Christ-centered, gospel-driven content in the form of podcasts, Bible studies, blog post articles, sermons, and many more. Please check us out at mensmuster.com and listen to our podcast available on all major platforms. Grace and peace. We're back. It's your favorite podcast. This is the Bar Podcast. Of course it is. Um, here with my good brother, Mr. George, and uh, having a really good conversation. Definitely glad to make this connection. Um, and and again, appreciate him taking time out of his big, busy schedule to come on the show. So what we like to do here on this side of the uh, podcast, I call it kind of the fun side. I ask you three signature bar questions. These are three questions I ask all my guests. And there's no right or wrong. It's just kind of what you got going on. And I'm going to give you the first signature bar question. And that one is, what kind of music do you listen to? So my, I'll tell you, my favorite artist is Shylin. So I've been I've been uh, uh-huh. on heavy rotation for a while for for me. So uh, uh, definitely my my favorite favorite artist to to listen to. But you know, I like Christian hip hop. Um, also, uh, uh, I guess I I, I mean I, I kind of grew up with '80s '90s you know uh, East Coast hip hop. Mm-hmm. So um, I might listen to like some instrumentals. I can't listen to all the all the lyrics now, as, as you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'll put I'll, I'll put some some music on sometimes just to just to study too. Uh, but also uh, yeah. love like uh, uh, Keith and Kristen Getty uh, music. Uh, love the hymns. So uh, it's a it's a variety. Sweet, sweet. Do you know Shailen? Do you know him? I yeah, mean, like, actually, like uh, y'all buddies or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, actually, we. Uh, I mean, I want to say that we uh, uh, spent a whole lot of time together. But uh, uh, actually, while I was out in California going to uh, seminary. Uh, we invited Shylin to come out and do a conference for us at a church I was serving at in Inglewood, uh, California. Uh, so uh, we got got to spend some time there, caught up with him at a couple conferences. So uh, so yeah yeah we, we he'd know me if if you if you mentioned my name he'd know me. So yeah yeah we uh, well not, not I, like to talk all the time but yeah he's he's definitely a okay all right all right so you know I mean you know the next thing is like you know hook me up man tell him i I want him on the show bad man this it's hard to get in touch with that guy but everybody's been asking shylin shylin but yeah he's, he's, uh, he's not the best with email but uh but yeah I, i'll definitely uh <laughs> let him know. I, I i really appreciate that second signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading oh bible obviously uh number one uh, but uh, besides that, um, a lot of the books that I read are uh, commentaries. I'm working through the Gospel of Matthew right now, so uh, reading through a lot of different commentaries on on Matthew. Um, also trying to work through the uh, uh, the book Biblical Doctrine uh, by uh, uh, edited by MacArthur and, and Mayhew. Uh, you know, a newer uh, systematic theology. Uh, so uh, uh, definitely uh, read through things like like that. Um, I like to try to you know read through things that are just I find helpful for my congregation. So we're uh, doing a class on spiritual disciplines. Uh, so spiritual disciplines for the Christian life by Donald Whitney is another book that um, I'm working through. So, uh, yeah, so those would be, be some of the things like just currently. And also I'm about to uh, hit Matthew 24 and 25. 
Um, so going to be dealing with a lot of the, uh, the end times uh, issues. So uh, uh, I've got a, got a list of books that, that I'm going to try to work through, uh, just trying to make sure I understand all the issues related to, uh, uh, to the end times before we, uh, we get to Matthew 24 and 25 there. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Well, it's, it's the biblical and reform. It's the only one that matters, right? <laughs> that's, that's the right answer. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I mean, definitely you're, you're newer to me, so uh, I've been. I listen to a, a couple of podcasts. So definitely uh, appreciate the the work that you're doing. And uh, you know, when I saw some of the the guests that you've had, I'm like, man, I gotta I gotta raise the bar, man. This is uh, I, I don't know if I'm worthy to be on this podcast, but uh, but yeah, I definitely appreciate what you're doing. Uh, the guys that I'm I'm always listening to uh, would be uh, MacArthur, obviously. Listen to a lot of grace to you, um, R.C. Sproul, and uh, definitely thank God for uh, connecting me with with his ministry early on. Uh, I remember I had had to get over the the scratch of the blackboard and you know like just the classroom mm-hmm. feel of it at first, but uh, after I started paying attention, it's like and, and I actually had the opportunity to to tell him this. I let him know I said nobody's given me a greater sense of the holiness and majesty of God than, than you have, you know, just listening to him and, wow. you know, book on the, the, the holiness of, of God and, mm-hmm, you know, chosen mm-hmm. by God and other works that he's written and, uh, you know, sermons. I, I love listening to, to scroll. Um, another guy that I like listening to, uh, uh many might not know, but it's a, a guy out of Anaheim, California, uh, Philip DeCourcy. Uh, he's got a, a radio a program that's uh, coming out now. Um, so, uh, he's another guy that I listen to. He's from Kindred Community Church and, um, I think his program's called Know the Truth. Uh, so, uh, so that's another, another one that I'll, I'll listen to as, as well. Awesome. Good list, man. Good list. So as we get ready to wrap this up, I always like to give my guests the floor to, uh, kind of close it out, man. Any words of encouragement, anything you want to tell the listeners on the way out. And, uh, again, like I've several times throughout the show, I want to thank you. <laughs> for coming on man because i i understand you know uh you know having to be a pastor and working and you know having to have appointments and things like that man so i get it so i'm always want to make sure that my guests know how grateful i am for their time because i know it, it means a lot um but i want to give you the floor right here uh anything you want to say in closing any encouragement anything you want to say to the listeners you can do that right here well, well, sure. And uh, Dwayne, just want to thank you again for giving me the opportunity to uh, uh, to speak with you and the, the listeners as, as well. Um, I'm just grateful for the work that the, the Lord is, is doing, and particularly in the, the African-American uh, communities, uh, really to uh, um, uh, kind of raise the, the standard of, uh, of, uh, of exposition and uh, understanding of biblical and reform uh, theology. So uh, definitely thank God for, for you and uh, for the other brothers that are also in that that kind of labor. Uh, I guess my word of encouragement to the listeners would be a, a verse out of 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2 and verse 13, and it says, and we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. And uh, I, I guess my, my, my encouragement to your listeners is just that the word of God works, you know, that um, uh, there's a lot of you know, kind of tricks and gimmicks and, uh, you know, different beliefs that are circulating out in the, the churches and uh, uh, things that you might, you know, hear here and there. But um, uh, what, what's going to work 
in your life, what's going to perform, you know, the work of God in your life is uh, is trusting in his word, trusting what he said, trusting his character. And uh, the, the word of God will uh, do its work in your life uh, if you yield yourself uh, to him. So uh, so that would be my encouragement. Uh, like I said, if, if I could give any encouragement to anybody, it would be fall in love with your Bible, fall in love with Christ. You know, the, the greatest two commands are to, to love God and to love others. And uh, the way that we know how to do that is, uh, is again, by not inventing up our own way of uh, loving God and loving others, but to go back to the to the Word of God itself uh, to learn more about uh, the one that that we're going to spend the rest of eternity with. You know, uh, so uh, so that would be my encouragement uh, to your listeners: just fall in love with your Bible, allow God's Word to do its work in your life. Awesome, awesome, good stuff, good good stuff, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the first local pastor spotlight of 2019, Pastor George Lawson. Definitely was a pleasure having him on and i didn't get to do this before we started the show listeners i just want to take the time to thank you you guys are awesome i'm telling you like this podcast is so fun uh it's a labor of love i've loved doing it i love uh the feedback i love the comments i love the 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 reviews um even the negative stuff i i've actually got a negative email but it wasn't negative let me correct that I want you to hear this, George. This is actually pretty good. So I got an email that said, hey, your title says Biblical Reformed, but your bio, there is a church. I looked it up and there are charismatic. So when I first started, I was still, I guess, in the transition. Like I was there, but like I hadn't pulled, you know, my family or changed church. And so I copied and pasted an old bio into my website. And so the guy called me on the church that I had that I was connected to and it wasn't, you know, my current. And so I got an email with, so to that listener, I appreciate that. That's all good. I fixed it. Um, and, uh, and, and thank God for, uh, opening eyes and, and renewing minds and all of that good stuff. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that was pretty interesting, interesting email. <laughs> what you think about that, sir? Uh, well, I guess the good thing is that they're paying attention. <laughs> You know, yeah, I guess so. Into the, you know, the, the bio and, you know, the churches that are yeah. represented there. So, uh, you know, praise God that somebody's yeah. uh, paying attention to, to those things. But uh, but grace upon grace, brother, we're all in transition, right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you go to the bargear.com. Pick up your bar shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, toboggans, beanies, dad hat snapbacks we got it all mugs socks we got everything with the bar gear on it represent your favorite podcast make sure you check out everything we got going on with the bar network and until next time you guys god bless and we out
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there